Hi friends, this is Self-Care and Soul Care for the Caregiver, and I'm your host, Sandra Peoples. To us, self-care isn't a luxury, it's a necessity. We want to take better care of ourselves so we're able to care for our loved ones who rely on us. This is episode 17, and we're talking about gifts to give to your future self. If you're listening in real time, you know that we're starting another week under social restrictions that include our kids being out of school and many people home from work or working from home. Our county that's south of Houston is now in a shelter-in-place directive, and so um, even though my husband Lee, who's a pastor, can still walk over to the church and get some things done, uh, the boys and I are home most of the time. Uh, James's therapist is considered essential personnel, and so they still get to come and do his therapy, uh, which is, of course, a huge blessing to us, but uh, we are home (laughs) way more than usual. I read an article last week that really resonated with my Facebook audience. It was called Four Reasons Why Special Needs Parents Are Better Equipped Than Everyone Else to Handle the Coronavirus Stress. I'll link to it in the show notes if you missed it. The number one reason is that we handle ambiguity better than most people. And man, that is so true. I remember being in a group from church a few years ago and a friend shared a prayer request about her father who had been diagnosed with dementia. She said if she just knew how long it would last, then she could find hope. And I uh, gently reminded her that as an autism mom, I had to live each day knowing our situation could last most of my life and that it would likely get harder and not easier. So if I could find hope in that ambiguity, I knew that she could too. So as we live in this ambiguity now during the coronavirus season, I thought it would be a good time to talk about gifts we can give to our future selves. What can we do now that will benefit us when this season is over? It's an exercise in hope, really. There is coming a day when this season will end. We don't know when exactly, but the book of Ecclesiastes reminds us how seasons and times change. Let me read it as a reminder from chapter 3. For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born, and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. So how do we live in this time, (laughs) the one that we're in right now? One way to decide that is to think about what future you would want you to be doing during this time. When you look back a year from now or five years from now, what memories will you want to have? You can create those memories right now. I'm going to list a few ways I'm focusing on the future and what future me would have wanted me to do now. So first, keep a journal. I'm not usually a journaler, but looking back, I wish I had a record of what my life was like after major events like 9-11 or even for those of us around Houston, Hurricane Harvey. 
even if you don't have time to journal, like write out paragraphs at the end of each day, you can do what I am do and just write out a list of what's happening. I'm using my day planner to make that list. Like last Monday, I wrote down (laughs) that I opened the front door to get the mail and there was a snake on the front porch. Uh, On Wednesday, I wrote down that we had James's IEP meeting via video conference. I'm even writing down what we're eating because it may be helpful in the future to remember what we liked and what we didn't like and how creative I had to get in the kitchen. Keeping a record of how you're spending each day will be a huge gift to your future self. Second, I planted a garden. Uh, I'm in zone nine, and so mid-March is the best time for me to plant. When we lived up in Pennsylvania, we never planted before Mother's Day. So wherever you live, you can still plant veggies, herbs, or flowers. It's not too late. Um, In fact, you may still have plenty of weeks to plan. It's a gift to my future self as I look forward to canning pickles this summer, but it's a gift to my present self as well. I'm already picking dill for our Greek food and lettuce for our salads. And each evening I'm in the routine of watering the garden and letting James play with the water hose, which keeps him (laughs) happy until we can start visiting the swimming pool. You don't have to plant a huge garden. Um, Ours is like a square foot garden, so a raised bed, um, and it just has cucumbers, tomatoes, peppers, onions, celery, which is kind of an experiment. And this year I planted green beans, which I thought would be fun. Um, You can even plant a few herbs in pots in the windowsill, and those can be a gift to your future self. But planting a garden is certainly a sign of hope as we look forward to this new season of growth that is coming. Third, I'm doubling recipes. I am cooking a lot more now than usual since we're home for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So it isn't much extra work to double a recipe and freeze the leftovers. Even if next week's future me pulls it out of the freezer and enjoys it, it's still a gift. My favorite dishes to double and freeze include chicken spaghetti, chili, and even just cooking chicken and adding it to something that I eat in the future. Uh, Earlier in this month, which really feels like months and months ago, as long as March has felt, uh, but we had a chili cook-off at our church and I came in second place. (laughs) So I'll type up the recipe to my chipotle lime chili for you and put it in the show notes if you want to try it. You can make enough for now and for future you. Okay, now hear me out on number four. It may seem odd to include, but it's super important for caregiving families. As a gift to your future self, I want you to fill out the 2020 census forms. Why is this important? Because the last census told us that almost one in five families has a member with a disability. That's one of the stats I use to help pastors understand the need for disability ministry. One in five is 20%, and that many of us should be visible in churches. It's also a stat I used when I was asking publishers to publish my last book, Unexpected Blessings, for the thousands of families like ours that need hope. Take time right now to fill out the census forms so your family is counted and taken into consideration for future policies and decisions. I promise that future you will be glad that you did. 
So what else can you think of that would be a gift for your future self? Uh, Maybe some spring cleaning or staying consistent with your daily walks. Maybe going back to episode 10 and listening to the reasons to set a feeling-based goal for your marriage. Maybe it's as simple as making a list of what each family member is thankful for each night so you can keep a positive attitude that will carry you through the more challenging moments of your day. Spend time today thinking about what your future self will wish you had done during this time and then do it. Let me pray for us as we end the episode. God, we know you are not absent during this challenging time in our world. You are Emmanuel, God with us. Be with us today as we look toward the future with hope. As stressful as this season may be, we know you are working in our lives and in our families. We don't want to forget the lessons we are learning. As we think about gifts to give our future selves, thank you for your constant presence in our lives. You are the same yesterday, today, and always. It's your presence that gives us hope to live out today with hope for tomorrow. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thanks for joining me today, friends. I hope my ideas spark some good ones for you. I also hope you'll join my Self-Care for the Special Needs Mom Facebook group so you can join our conversations there this week. And if you're looking for one more gift to give your future self, take a minute to hit subscribe on this podcast so it automatically shows up each Monday. Until then, know that I'm praying for you and your family, and I'm so thankful you choose to spend part of your week with me.